Welcome to a bonus episode of Resting Glitchface. A Shadowrun actual play. This is Dorothy. I'm playing Binary. This is Maddie. I'm playing Collateral. This is Shannon, and I'm playing Eris. This is Sid, and I'm playing Jet. And I'm Eric, the Game Master. following content may not be suitable for all audiences. All right, so we're starting this a couple weeks, a few weeks after the events of uh, the final events of season one. So Jet, you are in your go-go and you're headed towards Casa Laclede, which you've been to before, uh, yes. but it's been many, many years. So your go-go actually pulls up. It's a... Uh, it's a dog brain go-go uh, mm-hmm. as opposed to one that's actually being driven. So like a, you know, like a Google car, it just kind of drives up. And as you pull up, you see the the sliding gates of the, the driveway leading, leading up to the house. And as you're pulling up, the gates separate nice and slow for the car to proceed up the driveway. And you pull up to the main, you know, the front entrance, which is, of course, you know, like a circular drive uh, leading to a wide staircase that leads up to these beautiful real wood doors. Um, and as you pull up the door, one of the doors opens and this rather sizable man, human uh, from uh, initial appearance, but still quite uh, he, he's he's like shaped like a linebacker, big shoulders, no neck. And he he steps out as the, the door to your your go go like gull wings open. And then allowing you out. How are you dressed? Um, she is dressed pretty casually. She's just got like leggings, a tank top, and a cardigan. And then she is wearing like two inch heels. So nothing, nothing too extreme. Just a okay. little bit. Are these like fancy leggings, or is this? Are you are you relatively casual at this point? Or she's she's casual. The man standing at the top of the stairs looks as if he's going to move down to the bottom of the stairs as you're getting out of your go go. Um, are you carrying any any equipment or bags or anything like that? Or are you how are how are you uh, how are you arranged there? Yeah, so she's got a grocery bag and it's got a couple of supplies in it. Um, just a couple of things that she picked up on the way because she was like, "Oh God, I can't possibly show up with nothing. That would be weird." I think she's maybe got she's got like a, a a ten new yen bottle of wine or something. Just nothing super fancy, but she knows Eris will drink it. So okay, and it it is raining. It's either ra- mm-hmm. it's actually ra- raining rather heavily. So this gentleman steps out from underneath the covering of the main entrance and opens up a sees that you don't have a, an umbrella, and he actually comes down with the umbrella uh, in hand, hands it to you. Because if you unless you unless you no. want him to hold it for you, uh, oh, no. hands it to you and says, "Miss Juilliard, is it?" Yeah. Okay. Miss Bianca didn't explain uh, until just recently that she was expecting guests. I will let her know that you're here, and like I said, hands you the the umbrella and then indicates that it's okay to go in. And he left the door slightly open. He didn't like close it, um, but he indicates that it's okay for you to go ahead and proceed. 
He, he looks at you. You've seen this man before, although he is mm-hmm. definitely bigger than the last time you. I mean, uh, you saw the last time you saw him was how old were you when, when you were here? Uh, I was fourteen. Okay, fourteen to fifteen. So he proportionately, maybe he still looks. You know, like as you grow, you know, people always like, oh, I always remember this guy to being bigger. But as you're looking at him, you're like, no, he's pretty much the same size that I remember because he was humongous then. But you know that this is Mario, the butler, and like he's also like the head of security for the Laclede family. He doesn't seem to recognize you, but you so, you certainly recognize him. Mario? He kind of snaps for a second, you know, and he's, he's getting rained on, um, and his perfectly yeah. coiffed uh, uh, hair is not moving. So he's got some serious product, and it's like bouncing off of his hair. I love that. I guess let's, and she makes a move to go inside, but as she's walking, she says, Mario, don't you remember me? It's, I mean, it's been a while, but. He squints for a moment. And he says, uh, oh, oh, yes, yes, Miss Juilliard, of course. His eyes are uh, betraying the fact that he has no clue who you are. <laughs> I say it well. Classic. Good. It's good to see you. Uh, and she's like up the stairs. She closes the umbrella and goes inside. All right. So as as he comes in with you and he's dressed in, uh, you know, he's dressed in like a, a very nice suit. Um, you can tell just from your background and and your choice of vocation that uh it is definitely armored you can see that he does have a concealed holster uh, a well concealed holster under like his left chest area that only it would take a someone with a keen eye for this level of stuff to even notice it of course you did he motions towards uh you know to go farther back and he says uh I will let uh, Miss Bianca know that you are here if you want to go ahead and proceed further into the foyer and I'll have her come down. Or uh, you're welcome to go into the kitchen and get yourself something to drink. Okay, I've got some stuff that needs to be refrigerated, so I think I'll I'll just go ahead and put that away really quick. You see, he pauses for a moment and he says, very well. I'll show you back then. You can see that he he accesses his virtual network and he just pings Bianca uh, through that as opposed to going and getting her. Uh, and then leads you back into this rather spacious uh, kitchen area that also has like a breakfast nook and then like an open dining room area as well for like, you know, breakfast and, and lunch and stuff. Their their big dining room is in a different area of the house. And he kind of as he walks in, he kind of turns as if to take your whatever you're wanting to put in the fridge from you so you don't have to go through the, the you know, he'll put it in the fridge for you as opposed to, hey, I go dig around in their fridge, holds his hands out like. What do you got? Yeah, uh, I hand it to him. I've got, um, I think, some like chocolate chips and uh, a bottle of white wine. Okay. Uh, is And how uh, frou-frou is this wine? And is this like uh, fancy chocolate chips or is this like Heierberg uh, Markets like off-brand? You know that thing where you don't buy the store brand, you don't buy the Godiva, you buy the Nestle Right. She bought the Nestle, so gotcha. like the mid-tier, okay, solidly mid-tier. You hand it to him, and he and he looks at it, and he kind of gives you kind of a uh, a squint-eyed like look for a moment, as if really, and then he shrugs and is like, okay, and uh, he turns and he starts putting it in, and you can hear through the intercom, you hear Claude's voice, and he says, "Get in here, motherfucker!" And he stops, like, "Oh shit!" Like he didn't realize that the PA system was on, and he gives you this mortified look, like, "Uh, pardon me for one moment." And then he steps over to the intercom, and he says, "Claude, we have guest." You hear, "Oh shit!" 
all right, well, your dumbass cubbies are coming up to bat, so you better get your ass in here. And then he stops for a moment and he says, I'm so sorry about that, ma'am. Um, um, and he's just like flabbergasted. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, I, I, I'll, uh, Bianca's on her way. Just make yourself at home. I, I'll be right back. And he just kind of like scurries off for, for a man, his size, you, you, you see him like visibly small. And then he just like, like slinks out of the room. That makes a mental note to like later on congratulate Claude and just be like, that was pretty good. <laughs> Not moments after he leaves, uh, one of the doors opens and you see this middle-aged woman come walking in. And she stops when she sees you and because she looks like she's going to say something. And then she stops and she like looks at you for a moment and she says, Ju- Juilliard? Mrs. Laclede, it's, it's good to see you. Oh, my God. And she kind of steps forward and like, like gives you like a like tilts her head like a little bit to the side, like seeing you and seeing how tall you are and everything. And she's like, I, I'm surprised to see you, dear. Why are you? I didn't realize you were back in town. I just moved back up here maybe i don't know a, a few weeks ago i think um but no i i hooked uh i met up with bianca recently and she invited me over i heard azalea was in the hospital so making cookies all right she you see that her astonished look kind of just like melts and you see just kind of this hard look for a moment and then she says oh yes um she's doing much better though thank goodness uh, as a matter of fact, uh, we're going to uh, talk to the doctor about having her convalesce at home as opposed to being at the hospital. We're actually having that meeting tomorrow. So maybe uh, coming, uh, welcome home cookies or something would be in order. Yeah. Bianca didn't mention that you were coming, but it's a welcome surprise, dear. You look fantastic. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to stay in shape. I haven't danced in a little while but i was just about to ask if you're still dancing oh well uh and then she she kind of she takes her shoes off a little bit and does uh quick plie and says ah see all right she smiles and she says you still got it my mother would be just beaming if she could see you right now where is she is she still in town is she oh no 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 she looks at you and she says, honestly, it seemed uh, she lost all interest in the uh, academy once you left. It wasn't long after that that she went back to St. Petersburg. I'll have to send her a card sometime. I really, I, she was probably the best, no, definitely the best teacher I ever had. She would definitely love to hear from you. I know that. Yeah. Uh, besides, I guess, everything. Uh, how, how have you been? How have things been around here? What's new in St. Louis? Uh, well, I mean, you know, for the most part, uh, all anybody ever talks about is, uh, you know, the Gateway incident and all that mess. But beyond that, um, city's recovering. It's been almost a year now. You know, so many things are happening. You know, I've, I've always been involved in charitable works and things like that. So mm-hmm. we've really been organizing a lot of of recovery efforts and, and, you know, the, the poor folks that, uh, you know, have been displaced or, you know, lost family members. I mean, the amount of suffering that the city has seen over the last year, we really just as a community are really just kind of closing ranks and, 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 you know, helping these people out, uh, which is important. It's super important. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you're ever interested in, uh, getting involved, let me know. Obviously with Lucas, it's always, you know, it's, he's, you know, he's, he is his certain way. But I know that he has uh, connections in uh, other communities that would be interested in, in someone of, uh, of your abilities to, you know, maybe to step up and take an interest in the cultures 
here in St. Louis. You get the distinct impression that she's talking about orcs. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm passionate about the arts. I think I'm going to maybe get myself a little bit more established here. Uh, I'm in kind of a new part of town, one that I'm not super familiar with. So I'm trying to... Oh, uh, I live down like off of Ivanhoe and Devonshire. It's next to some custard place. She squints for a minute. And she goes, oh, dear. Oh, dear. And then she kind of looks for it. And as she says that, that's when Bianca comes walking in. Um, so, so your mom's got a super sour face on her uh, look on her face as you come walking in. Bianca's kind of used to this. Uh, like, I, I think that just like in the last few weeks since Azalea has been in the hospital, her mom's just been like, on her and she is frazzled and she's dressing differently right now like um so you know bianca almost always likes to wear suits like that's kind of her thing um she's in a dress she's in like a hot uh, a, a collared like dress and it kind of looks like she wants it to be a suit and so it's like got a collar and then like a little bow tie thing her hair is usually a little bit bedheady but like it's like perfect not a hair out of place like and it's curled which usually her hair is like straight um and it's like pretty much just like she's not she's on the defensive and trying to make it so that her mom doesn't have a single thing she can criticize her she's kind of like oh dear oof and then um she turns as you come walking up and she says oh i didn't realize you were still wearing last season's tops (laughs) um I love this because I'm sitting here in like leggings and a t-shirt. Yeah. And like Bianca's wearing this like, you know, designer, yeah. like oh, whatever is still a little. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, oh, um, yeah, I just stuff was dirty. This is what I had clean. Mm, okay. Well, I guess. And then she kind of looks over and sees uh, Juilliard has got some, you know, some stuff for making cookies or whatever still in her hands and says, well, I guess if you're going to be baking, I guess then it's okay. This is also the first time that Bianca has been on screen and didn't have glasses on. Like Juilliard has seen her without glasses because they were kids. Um, And I don't think that had been part of her aesthetic yet, but uh, she also doesn't have glasses on and she has like, just like really neutral, like natural um, looking makeup on when usually she's like, you know, bold red. Well, you can't see what's on her eyes, but like mm-hmm. usually she wears a lot bolder makeup. <laughs> yeah, mom, we're just, we're just making cookies. It's just an easy day at home. Well, yeah. Uh, we're having a girl's day, you know, hmm. well, a girl's day. Sure. You need one of those, especially <laughs> uh, nowadays. So I won't take up any more of your time. Uh, I need to go talk to Claude about his uh, use of the, intercom system and she nods and she says have fun you two and she kind of lingers as soon as on she turns mm-hmm. uh bianca rolls her eyes juilliard just like leans over a little bit and gives her a look just like really uh bianca just shakes her head like i don't even fucking know <laughs> sophia's just about out of the out the door and she like puts her hand on the door and she kind of turns her head a little bit and she says uh bianca next time you uh Talk to your grandmother. Let her know that uh, Juilliard's back in town. She'll want to hear that. And then she walks through. Oof. <laughs> Woof. As soon as, as soon as she's that, she's just, oof. Oh, my God. So that's been my two weeks. Wow. That sounds fun. Yeah. You still like that? 
mom had already gone a little bit crazy because of, you know, everything that happened. She says, even though Jet doesn't know what happened. And now that Azalea is actually hurt, she's going insane and she's trying to take me with her. Wait, like, so everything that happened, that's not the stuff that just happened. There's what's been going on here. Like everyone keeps talking about like gateway incident. I don't know anything about this. I have been, I've been ensconced in Nashville. Why the hell would I know anything about St. Louis? I mean, the gateway incident made, it was world news. Well, well, okay. Do I I look like the type of bitch that keeps up with the news? Like that's fair. You never have been. (laughs) No, no. Well, Okay, so the gateway incident was uh, nobody even knows what happened. Something happened with the fucking arch. Um, and then, like, all of downtown's just destroyed. Right, right, right. The containment zone. Yes. Yeah, we've been there, obviously. But, yeah, yeah all that stuff, that's because of the gateway incident. It was, like, an astral rift or whatever. I don't know. It's some mm-hmm. astral anomaly. And, like, that's where all the aura calci com- right. comes from. Like Think stuff. Well, yeah, so that all happened, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and then I had to move back in with my parents, which has been great. Great. Were you like out on your own? Like where? Oh, yeah. I lived in Italy for a couple of years, which like that was a whole thing. Okay, Um, cool. Like I met a guy and I kind of moved with him to another country. And that's where I learned how to shadow run. Well, there you go. But also, Bianca, no. But he was just, like, really great. And, uh, well, I guess I guess I still have a date with, like, dog leash or whatever. So I cannot talk about, like, taste in men. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, it was pretty much, it was one of those situations where, like, he was in St. Louis. And, like, we hit it off. And Mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun. And then... It was either he was moving to Italy and it was I could go with and give it a shot or stay here and, you know, be boring. Yeah. Mm. I was young and I wanted to see the world. So I get that. You're still young. We're both still young, like to be clear. Well, but that's fair. (laughs) But okay. so then so so you moved and then you moved back. Right. Right. Yeah. And I was living downtown. Um. And then, yeah, that happened. And my awesome apartment had to be evacuated. Oh, no. Yeah, it was great. Um, And then we, uh, yeah, I moved in with the fam. And uh, it's not always this stressful. Mm -hmm. At at first, mom was kind of, you know, mom. But then she laid off just to start it up again. It's been great. Is it the whole, like, Azalea thing or... It's the whole me moving to Italy thing. Apparently, uh, my parents and my sister and uh, Ari didn't really like that. You didn't tell them? Well, like, I told them, but, Mm -hmm. you know, the time zones, I didn't really talk to them that much. And everyone kind of thought it was dumb and didn't want me to do it and like maybe how i told them was like as i was leaving via text bitch i cannot like on the one hand good for you go live your life go have a good time but on the other hand choices 
poor choices. Oh yeah, I definitely made some. Oh, I also lost my arm when I was in Italy. Yeah, I wondered, but I, I didn't want to ask. I didn't want to pry or whatever. Uh, yeah, it was just like a job that went really wrong. Uh, remember that thing we fought in the containment zone? Uh, yeah, yes, vividly, actually. Yeah, it was something like that, only worse. Oh, that that sucks. Yeah, those eggs, that's what we were going after, those Fabergé eggs. Right, right, right. Okay, I gotcha. It It is a shame about those. They were really pretty and very expensive. Yeah, and I'm still worried about the implications of whatever they did because mm-hmm. that's what they had been trying to do in Italy and they failed there and they succeeded here. Oh, so this is like a whole damn thing. Like, not just like two or three people just, haha, let's be evil and do weird shit. This is like a worldwide thing. Uh, I think so. In Italy, they had like a whole complex and like, I think it's like an, one of those like underground, like, you know, groups. <laughs> Cults? Is that what you're looking for? Uh, I, Yeah, like a secret society. So, okay. Wild. Yeah. And I'm not really sure uh what all they've been up to in St. Louis. And yeah, I think it's like this whole thing and I'm not sure what they were doing in St. Louis or like how big of a hold they have here. Like mm-hmm. that's still something that oh man, I have so much stuff I feel like we need to look into. I mean, hey, here's the thing is that I, you know, just moved up here. I don't have a whole lot of contacts up here. I mean, I've got a got a few but if you ever need help with any of that stuff anything at all i'm here for you so long as you know obviously so long as i get a cut but you know i'm i'm game to run with you whenever yeah thank thanks i'm i'm glad i need more people i can definitely trust yeah and uh juilliard moves over and like kind of puts her arm around her shoulders and squeezes her in a little bit yeah, yeah, dude. Sounds uh, like you've been stressed. Oh yeah. Um yeah, it's been it's been a weird last, you know, couple of months. So weird in addition to the stuff, like weird in addition to Oh yeah, that's know. not even everything. That's just from when I was in Italy. Oh Jesus Christ. Okay. Keep uh, going. Keep going. Yeah. So obviously I met uh Cami, Val, and and Joe, and she kind of smiles when she mentions Joe. <laughs> Uh, obviously I, I met them. Uh, we got, uh, placed together on a job, um, mm-hmm. which did not sit well with me. Like they wanted us to hack a charity to get the names of the people who donated, you know, all the names, like my family oh, and great. all the people I care about. And not only that, it's also a job against a fucking charity. Like, Anything else juicy though? Like... I know it's it's wrong to steal information from charities, but like, did you find anything good though? Oh Besides yeah, your name. Oh yeah. Um. So the charity was St. Louis. Wow. We found out that there were a few people who donated who were suspicious. There was someone that it looked like it was coming from the Daughters of December. Oh okay. And then also, you know, the Vori. Oh. I don't know. That still needs to be. That's a thing that we need to follow up on. And then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we turned that into the Johnson who uh, was already dead, according to Ari. Like he, the person 
who matched his facial recognition when she looked him up was reported dead. But he was definitely alive when we met him and when we finished the job. So and then death? he was found dead after the job. Can you imagine going to all of the trouble to fake your own death only to die? Well, I, I mean, it seemed like he got a few years. Like he had died a while ago. Oh, well, I mean, still amateur uh, hour. Anyway. Right. Um, oh, yeah. That also led to the Daughters of December uh, threatening thre- threatening uh, Boggs, which was a contact that we had met on that job. Was that that guy with the uh, with the eye? He was with Greenleaf. Yeah, and he totally doesn't remember us now, and that's weird. Okay, so he's been like body snatched then, right? Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. So was that it then, or like oh. it seems like your mom's pissed about something? Oh, I'm else. just getting started. Oh no, hang on. And then she gets out. It's a it's a screw top, so it's not. Oh it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah, it's not corked. She's like, "Hang on, I, let me." Get- I think Bianca reaches for the wine opener, and she says, "Oh no, no, no! You think I've got cork kind of budget? <laughs> my bad, my bad. Here, it's decent enough. It's got notes of, and she sniffs grape. So, the reason why Jet picked it out is because there's a pretty girl on the label. She was yes. like, "Pretty girl. Oh, see, yeah, girl, pretty. Yeah, I mean, girl, pretty, like." Um. Okay. So, uh, wine. And so, uh, at this point, Eris all or Bianca. I guess she's being Bianca right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bianca takes off the heels she was wearing because, mm-hmm. uh, and if you recall, she usually doesn't wear heels ever. Right. Even on the occasions where she has worn a dress, she mm-hmm. wears tennis shoes with her dress. But she's wearing cool. heels in her own house, and they're also they're inside heels. Because you can't wear outside shoes inside at the little clean family home. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I also still have my shoes off. Jet still has her shoes off. Yeah. From earlier. But anyway, continue. Yeah. So Eris takes off her inside shoes. <laughs> Great. Which are heels. Um, and she's like, she takes the, the glass of uh, pretty girl wine. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what it's called. Yeah. And drinks it. And she's like, yeah. So that was like only the first three episodes. <laughs> that a joke. <laughs> Nailed it. Well done. Yeah. All right. So like what, I mean, obviously Azalea got hurt, but like what, what's your mom so pissed about? Well, so that job kind of led to a little bit of a beef with the Cobras. In addition to that, Joe may have killed a few Cobras. Great, great. Those they were the... trying to blow up her gym. Oh, well, I mean, that's that's practically self-defense. Right. Uh, she chased a couple of them down on her motorcycle. That's preemptive self-defense. <laughs> They're racists. I don't yeah. care about them. I mean, for real, though, they are. Oh, and then we found out that Cammy was actually dating one of the Cobras. Who is Cammy? Oh, she was the girl. She's Liliana's sister. Oh, yeah, that's right. I do remember Ars- her. Arsenal. Oh, I probably should have been using their street names, but I trust you. Well, yeah, obviously. This isn't a job, and you're you're one of my closest friends. Like, right, right, right. We're not being we're not being Eris and Jet. We're being Bianca and Juilliard. Exactly. So. Okay, so. 
Cammy was dating a cobra? Why? <laughs> right. I, I I mean, once again, I dated I guess Liliana, it was, so like I, I guess it was not talk about relationships. I guess it was boy pretty. Like Oh, okay. I, I get okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. Girl well, got the thirst. Um cheers to that. Uh so then yeah, Boggs was threatened by the Daughters of December, and so Val and Joe decided that he needed to go live with Val's like mom or whatever, except for she's an orphan. So she's not our mom, but I don't really get what she was to her. So was, which one was Val? She was the one who passed out. Right. And then the thing had her face. Right. I do remember that. Okay. Yeah. And so Boggs, and Boggs's mom and Boggs's mom's cat all went to live with Val's mom or whatever. Right. Because she's an orphan, so she's not her mom, but she was kind of her mom. Like like a relation, maybe, or like or just like a, I mean, people people without biological parents still have parents sometimes. Like I mean she's an right. adoptive mother. Right. I mean, maybe but they grew up in an orphanage together. So like maybe it was um I don't know. I don't know how it works. I never really mean they just kind of expect everyone to know everything all the time. And it's like, that's, that's okay. Okay. I mean, and and it's like, I just try to follow along and sometimes Joe will fill me in. Sometimes she doesn't think of it. Sometimes I ask and she starts talking and then she gets distracted. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, great. So, so they came to live with uh her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Boggs, after he moved in, uh, gave us a lead since we were dealing with some other stuff. I hired a group of shadow runners to take care of that. Supposedly. As one does, yeah. Yeah. Supposedly, like they were like top of the line and supposed to get the job done. And instead, all of them died, but dog leash. Oh, by the oh, way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, they were supposed to look into the Cobras and find out information about the Cobras. And instead, you know, they all died. Uh, while that was going on, we were on a mission of our own. That's where, oh, wait, have we told you about Mary yet? No. So I don't egg- think Who's so. Who's the, Mary? So the eggs, right? The right, eggs okay. where those abominations are coming from. We got hired to go into the containment zone into this building. Mm-hmm. Okay. We found one of those eggs in a bunch of weird tech. Okay. And this little girl comes out of it. And she's not an abomination like the last one, the one I saw in Italy, or the one we just fought. Mm-hmm. Except for sh- she probably is. Your comm's not on you, is it? Hang on. It is. Do you want me to turn it off? Uh, that yeah. might be best. Give me a mo. And she turns it off and takes out the battery and puts it in her other pocket. Um. <laughs> She's like, so Mary is this nine-year-old girl, and they all say that they know her from when they were at the orphanage together. So she super isn't nine years old then. She super isn't nine years old, or she's been nine years old for years. Okay, got it. And she can do all this stuff. Like at first, I just thought she was a technomancer, but apparently she's doing more and more things that I don't think she should be able to do. So are we sure that they actually know her, though? Like, maybe she just made them think that they know her? I mean, that could be. I don't know. 
I don't know what's going on with that. Either she's been nine years old for a really long time or she casts a spell on them so they collectively remember her. That's sus. Why are you... So like, so, so this girl comes out of the egg. Yeah. Where is she right now? Um, I don't know. Like, everyone's gone. Joe's still around, but like, she doesn't know where Cammy is or where Val's body is or even where Mary is. And like... She's so, she's so, she's not doing well with all that. She's so just distraught about everything because mm-hmm. like her life is crumbling. Like right. those were her sisters. Those were her family. That was all of her family. Not so, Mary so much as Cammy and Val. Well, yeah, you grow up with people. I get that. But like what I'm sensing is another girl's night in our future, probably. I mean, we got to keep her busy, right? Like, oh, with Joe, dwell. too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We need to have an all-girls night sleepover. Oh, my God. Sleepover. Yeah, that's great. Okay, perfect. Anyway, continue. What uh, happened after that? Okay, so we found Mary, right? And she can do all this weird stuff. Um, we also... Oh, hey, remember Ratman Bill? Oh, yeah, also no, about I Mary. <laughs> I don't remember Ratman Bill. Uh, remember about Mary, so Skitch, who was on the run with us. I remember Skitch, yeah. Yeah, he definitely said she was an abomination and that she shouldn't exist, so, like, that's fun. So, wait, you said she was doing magic and technology. Isn't that, like, the black boxes, kind of? Oh, yeah, and her sister, her, she ordered her sister's body to be delivered to... <laughs> Excuse me? Yes. She ordered her sister's body to be delivered to the girl's old house that they lived in, their apartment. And um, this is kind of jumping ahead, so I guess we'll go back a little. But her sister had one of those black boxes. That was the first time we had seen it. Okay. Uh, And, like, she was dead. And Mary sold her sister's body to Mystery Meat Incorporated uh, because she had, like, all this Delta wear and, like, all sorts of stuff. Mm. And got us a pretty decent payday, but... That's it was a little weird. Right, right, right. And uh yeah, and once the body had been delivered, like these uh they were like drones, but they were like bio drones. Bio drones? Um, Yeah, of dogs. They like came and attacked us. And that was another weird Mary thing, is like it seemed like they were interacting in a weird way i'm not really sure exactly mm-hmm. how to describe it okay interesting. But anyway so i've never noticed mary having a black box and like the other girls never mentioned it and i think they would have mm-hmm. right i hope they would have well i mean it's like nine-year-old in an egg very sus nine-year-old in an egg who's being like piloted like a rig extremely sus yeah and i don't think that's what it was i don't think i think her decisions were her own i didn't see anything like that control rig or whatever Hmm. on her okay so anyway ratman bill the guy who died on our last job i don't i don't think i ever met him oh yeah nobody really met him but he he was there, and so he came up multiple times, which was uh, just maybe a coincidence, but right. it might be something. Okay, got it. Yep. Then we left the containment zone. 
So then I find out that the job that I had set up went bad. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, one of the runners I sent to his death shows up. Uh, Sorry, he doesn't show up. His head shows up in the spot where Azalea stretches at Hubbard. Excuse me? Yeah, like she stretches there every day for lacrosse. Right, right, right. Who is they had to have been watching her? Ari said, Well, first, Liliana said, Maybe as the Black Veiled Prophet. So I asked Ari about it, and she thinks that it was a warning to dad. Well, I mean, your dad's pretty like hard to spook, as I remember. He seems like a very solid guy, like not to sound creepy or whatever, but if I was gonna. I was going to try to threaten him. I would probably do the same, you know, something similar. Seems like a, a good business decision, but an extremely spooky one that I hate. Yeah. They were in Milan at the time. Oh, okay. Which apparently they had gone all the way to Italy to like check out where I was living and what I was doing and the runs I went on. Can your parents chill for like one minute? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Apparently not. Like, I don't know. Dad's been pretty chill, like, to me since Mm -hmm. I moved back. Like, we've actually gotten along almost better than ever. Oh, that's good. That's Uh, something. But, yeah, they just, like, went to Milan and they told us that they went to Milan, but, like, they said it was for, like, business or whatever. They were off doing rich people stuff, you know. (laughs) Right, yeah, exactly. Rich people stuff. Um, uh, Bianca has a moment of being like, oh, they were doing, like, she has an idea in her head of what they were doing. And then she says rich people stuff. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I need to, like, come down (laughs) from my high horse of I'm a rich person. Yeah. So that was a whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, I had to, like, get Azalea out of school, make sure she was safe and, like, talk to her. And Azalea is, like, getting that, like, teenager phase. Where she's mm-hmm. like extremely teenager. Right. I and mean, I say that like I know anything about that. I was never a teenager. So I've literally seen you when you were a teenager. I didn't do teen shit though. Like, oh yeah, uh, miss, I wear nothing but black. Black's the only color that exists. You never did anything, uh, teenager. Get fucked. <laughs> Okay, so she's doing teen shit. Like, what kind of teen shit is she doing? Oh, just like one second, she's like my sweet little sister again. And the next second, she's like biting my head off and doing drugs. She's doing, oh, well, I mean, okay. Like, what what level are we talking here? Well, she was doing freaking fairy dust, which comes from the pink crystals from the containment zone, which are... Uh, I don't remember. Were you there when Skitch explained that to us? I was not. Okay, so like apparently these crystals allow you to be able to like see the spirits or whatever, and I guess it feels like a high. And she was doing that, and like it's just super bad. Like it's like I I don't know why it's so bad, but it's like super bad. Okay, so this isn't like Nova Coke level. This is like up from that yeah i mean i think it seems like it's like worse than nova coke hang on a second and she turns her phone back on and she texts shift really quick she says shift what's fairy dust shift's immediate reply is you scored some or you need (laughs) some no no just like what is it what does it do it's like molly times a hundred 
Oh, so it's like Molly then. And she says that out loud. Uh, I guess. I mean, I didn't ever do it, so I don't know exactly what the high is like, but it's bad. Like the effects, the lasting effects it has is super bad. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Skitch said it's made out of essence. So it's like, so, so the fairy dust is people, right? She texts, uh, she texts shift again and says, dude, did you know that's made out of essence? Does it matter? She sends a shrug emoji. Yeah. So like I talked to her and I tried to get her to do something else. I gave her some of my old stash from all the parties that we used to have. I mean, I know you never did any of that stuff. Yeah. And like, I tried to talk her out of it. And then I find out the next morning she's dating someone with the voodoo sons, which is like one of the gangs that's going in and like getting this stuff like a recruit or like is she dating a whole ass she's dating an old ass adult guy he's older than i am do so on the dl do you want me to like go get this dude like put the fear of bianca in him obviously not using the name or whatever but like you know i don't even know how to handle it like i i've made I've made so many bad decisions and I tried to talk to Azalea and be like, learn from my bad decisions. And she's like, bitch, I'm not you. Listen, learn from me. If you stay hard, like if you, you, if you study hard in school and are passionate about something and take care of yourself and, you know, work really super hard to achieve your goals, maybe you too can also be a washed up runner in St. Louis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dude, I think that's just like, I think that's just life, you know, in a lot of ways. It's not like you have any control over what she does. Like, it sucks and you can try to enable her to make good decisions. But at a certain point, what's going to happen is going to happen. And also being a good person and not doing drugs or, you know, dating people who you shouldn't be dating isn't personally attacked right now anywhere well no that's that's the whole that's the whole thing you're right it doesn't get you anywhere i've made a lot of good decisions and we're both here right now you know and she's Uh, like she pours herself another glass of wine yeah uh, i think bianca after you pour a glass she just grabs the bottle and (laughs) drinks straight (laughs) from the bottle so yeah that was like mom's big freak out was because of okay like there's been so much other stuff that's happened like Cammy's sister, mm-hmm. uh, Liliana. Yes, I I know her. Oh yeah, you guys like dated, right? We, we dated. We're, we're we dated, and well, I wouldn't say dated, but we were hmm, we were we fucked, but yeah. but now we're friends. Now we're friends. Uh, just a little, just a little FWB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then we just dropped the WB and just kept the F. Yeah, everyone loves keeping the F. But uh, like, so she's involved in this somehow? Uh, I I don't know where her or her mother stands on everything. I don't know what her intentions are. Mm-hmm. Her mom's trying to pull strings. She's kidnapped her own child. Like Liliana convinced Cammy to go to her mom's house. Right, okay. And like all of us go for whatever reason like i wasn't there whenever they talked but they said that i needed to be there and so like we all Mm -hmm. went and we met this dr greenleaf who gave us the name freya but my dad called callie we both have two names like right i mean it's weird that you would give greenleaf both times though 
Yeah. Maybe, wait a minute, wait a minute, secret twin sisters? I don't know. Dad seemed to think that they were the same person and that Freya mm. was her runner name. It is just a bad choice of runner names. <laughs> Eris says uh, unhypocritically. <laughs> right. Okay. So like, okay. So, so you all went to the Demon Hills and then what? Uh, we went to the Demon Hills and Dr. Greenleaf was like, oh, you've been in the containment zone. That's cool. Uh-huh. Uh, by the way, Mary's an abomination and you guys are going to die because you were in the containment zone. Here, let me cast this spell on you. Hmm. That's very sus. Although she was right about Mary. She was right about Mary. But like, um, that's, sh- she apparently- that's a freebie. She apparently said that some weird stuff had been done to Joe and to Val whenever they were kids. And, like, that's why Joe's physical adept powers didn't show up till later and, like, Mm -hmm. are the way that they are. But, like, all that is with a grain of salt. Like, Mm -hmm. I still don't know if we can trust her. Like, the fact that my dad vouches for her kind of helps a little bit. But she also wanted to cast a spell on us as soon as we met her. Hmm you know, take me out to dinner first. Like, (laughs) right. And so anyway, then Cammy disappears at some point during this meeting and Mm -hmm. then doesn't ever show up again. Well, she, I mean, she shows up eventually, but like, I think it was like a day later. And then she's like, right. Right. And then she's like, oh, my mom tased me and kidnapped me and had her meet with William Falstaff of all people. Falstaff. Is that like the beer? Or yeah. yeah, the beer, the like, you know, the only people richer than my family in St. Louis, the only person richer than my family in St. Louis. Oh, so he's like a rich motherfucker then. Yeah. Yeah. And like Cammy had texted me and she asked me about Falstaff and I told her what I know, which is like, you know, his society page, <laughs> basically. Right? Like I've never met him personally, hmm. but I guess his... Her mom tased her to get her there instead of asking her to go meet with this guy, which is weird. Sounds sus. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Hmm. As Eris is gesticulating, Jet like turns and like gives a look, just like a ooh. She she does a she does a look at the camera. <laughs> yeah, she looks at the camera like she's in the office, but Eris doesn't see it. So yeah. <laughs> that's fine. huh that's that's wild so like with the liliana stuff and the demon ill stuff do you want me to see if i can get anything from her like i mean we're pretty good friends like i can see you know i could just probe lightly um i really i don't know if you if you want to if it comes up Mm -hmm. like if you think you can figure out what she's all about or if she's trustworthy but like you already kind of have a bias since you're friends oh yeah absolutely yeah I tried to give her some shit after that job that we pulled went a little wacky, but she hasn't messaged me back at all. I might might try to reach out again really quick, but eh, who knows? Not right now. This is a girl's day. Yeah, girl's day. Um, so then Boggs, remember, like, you mm-hmm. know, he was a contact and sort of a a friend. I don't know if I would really classify him as friend for me, but some of the other girls had gotten pretty friendly with him. It seemed like Val was especially hmm. friendly with him. Um, like friendly or friendly? I'm not sure. Who knows, hmm. really? So anyway, he shows up and like we have this huge argument and I probably overreacted. 
And like whenever I saw him at the match, I tried to apologize to him and he acted like he didn't remember me or like know who I was at all. Mm -hmm. So that was a whole thing. Not to mention before he does that, apparently he's like trying to undermine me with the group because we fought. And so like he's like saying all this stuff to Val and Joe at Val's mom's house. And like Joe's just like telling me all of this. And it's like I had already come clean to Joe. I had told her like Mm -hmm. everything because like. Right, right, right. You know, she's my girlfriend. Like, right, yeah, obviously. Okay, um, so B, I say this from a place of love, but was he undermining you or was he saying true things that you didn't like? Well, like, okay, maybe he had a few points that were mm-hmm. close to true, but like most of it was conjecture and like he kept like taking our argument out of context and like using that against me and not even like he was saying stuff like it was I don't know it's basic it's basically how it always is like we fought he perceived it one way I perceived it another way and then he goes and you know complains to our mutual friends about the way he sees it and like that's that so it was like a bitch sesh I guess. I don't know. Like, it really seemed like he was trying to, like, convince them not to hang out with me or to run with me anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you know me. I've only had one friend at a time, so I don't know. Like, I have... Wait a minute. I've got two friends now. Hey, she she figured You and Shift. Woo! What about Liliana? I thought you said she was your friend, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's my friend, but, like, she's not in my life right now. Oh, that's fair. I have bad object permanence. People like leave and I forget. <laughs> I'm that's proud of you for having two friends at a time right now. Oh, that's really nice. Thank you. Yeah. I would invite you over to my apartment sometime, but it's shitty. So I don't care. Oh, no. Like it's it's a very short drive from my apartment to the uh, stadium. So I, live- I don't think it's a good idea for me to be there. Yeah, I didn't know that. Before I moved here, and I was like, ooh, cute neighborhood, custard place. Yeah. That's all I know. Oh, yeah, by Ted Drews? I think maybe that was. Oh my God, that place is so good. The lines are so long. I don't want to go. Oh, it's worth it though. I'll go. I'll go tomorrow. Yes, you have to. Anyway, back to all this. Okay. So then I had reached out to uh, Thorne. Remember that guy that I had uh, moved to Italy with? I reached out to him to get someone to help us magically. And that's how we met Skitch. Oh, okay. He's cool. I like Skitch. Yeah. He a little hard to follow sometimes, but he's super cool. And like, I trust him. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Our first meeting with him, apparently the night before Cammie had killed her cobra boyfriend oh and like, was like a drunken mess on purpose or on it's oh i forgot he proposed oh no yeah and i also forgot their apartment got destroyed whenever so what happened was he proposed he mm-hmm. left and then maybe sent up a signal or maybe it was because of the mary's sister's body thing mm-hmm. right and then those bio drones came and then their apartment got destroyed hmm. that's a lot 
And then, yeah. And then Cammie showed up, just drunk out of her gourd, and says that her fiance, boyfriend, whatever, was killed or by her, that she killed him. And we still never really got the full story on that. And now no one can get a hold of her. So who knows what really happened? If I, if listen, if I killed my boyfriend, I would definitely go on the, like on the run. Uh, I mean, that might be where she is. Hmm. Um, and then that's when Joe starts scheduling the fight, which mm-hmm. the whole time I was telling her, this is a shit show. This is a terrible idea. You're going to go to a fucking Humanus rally and fight someone mm-hmm. there. It's obviously a trap, especially when it's against the Cobras who already don't like you specifically. Yeah, they don't like you generally just because, you know, you're not human, but like also specifically fuck you in particular. Yeah, right. I guess Boggs had something happen with his cyber eye and he like passed out or whatever. So I guess uh, Val and Cammy took him to get his cyber eye replaced or whatever. And then Mm -hmm. Val was knocked out and Boggs disappeared. And uh, meanwhile, uh, Joe's at a restaurant. And as I go to pick her up, like the shit's about to hit the fan, like, I think it was a mob thing. Something like blew up this restaurant she was at. And I, Mm -hmm. Claude, uh, and I picked her and her dad up. Wasn't she an orphan? Right. So this was the dad who abandoned her and then as an adult came back into our life. Oh, fuck him then. I don't think any of that's like betraying her trust. I think that's. Oh, well, I won't say anything. Uh. Yeah, and so I don't know what happened. Like, I think it was the mob. They blew this place up, and then they were chasing us. Mm -hmm. And, like, Claude fought them off or whatever, and then... Yeah, because Claude's the coolest. Yeah, right? Claude's the best. Claude is far superior to his brother. I'm just saying. Oh, man. I mean, Mario's great and all, but, like... Well, he didn't recognize me, which, like, I'm older now, but also, come on. I'm unforgettable. Exactly. I recognized you the moment I saw you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we dropped Joe's dad off and uh, I dropped Joe off with her her promoter who's also kind of her dad. Like, How many dads does she have? All of them. Oh, wait. Do you mean Kaymore? Yeah, Kaymore. No, I mean, I met Kaymore. He he puked a whole bunch into his beard. (laughs) Classic Kaymore. Yeah, I don't think he likes me very much. Hmm. I, well, he definitely doesn't like me very much. I think that just might be him. Maybe. I think, I think that's he a seems him to like He seems to like Kemi and Val, though. Well, I mean, she's known them longer. How, like, I guess. wait, hang on. So you said this happened. When, when did this all start? When did this all start? Like, you meeting the girls, right? <laughs> like I'm ready to yell at you. Ago? A month or two ago. Y- well, what? Yeah. That's so much. Why? Uh, that's yeah, so much. I mean, when you lay it out like this. Yeah. That's that's maybe one of the more intense weeks that I've ever, like, heard in my life. Well, I think it, like, it was like a couple weeks. Okay, that's the most intense couple of weeks I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah, and then we had the job that you met us on. Right, um, yeah. Still haven't really wrapped that up. Oh, you never turned it in. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess that's, that's reasonable. A whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you were there for the rest of it. You know, we fought that thing. We 
we found out that uh, the girl was not a Simpson star and or she was a Simpson star, mm-hmm. but she hadn't just gone into the containment zone. She was there when it happened. Mm-hmm. The as technology people were fucking around, maybe, maybe part of it. Right. Right. Um, and yeah, we still like I said, we we got all the stuff that we were supposed to retrieve for that job. But it's like, this is such a big deal. Can we really trust this random ass Johnson with it? Yeah. No, that I, makes sense. Yeah, I'm trying to reach out to some of my contacts to kind of see what to do about that. So um, this is—I don't think I have anybody who would know anything about that. So, eh. but yeah, I have a few people. I just haven't heard back from mm, them yet. You got left um, on red. Yeah, pretty much. But it's pretty normal for him. He's kind of a—he's kind of a space cadet, if you know what I mean. Is um, he a space cadet or is he a douche? I think he's a space cadet. Like he's like, I think he's at least like half a blunt in all the time. Ah, uh, you know, I respect that. Like he's definitely like wake and bake. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, and yeah, and then there was the the fight. You know how terribly that went down. I think for us, it went pretty good. You know, we got trapped in a building. And they started assassinating people and killing people and controlling people to have Mm -hmm. them kill people. Oh, no, it sucked at the time. Absolutely. But, like, we all got out alive. Uh, Yeah. Which, like, that's, hey, you know what? Celebrate your victories, you know? I guess, yeah. So. How do you think I got over being so neurotic? You just have to celebrate your victories. And she, like, finishes the bottle off. At about this time, uh... Jet your f- because you you didn't turn your phone back off. No, I didn't. Uh, so it pings, mm-hmm. and it's a message it from Dog Leash saying "You up?" Uh, and then I text him back. He's still like coalescing at home, right? Yeah, he's he's at home right now. Okay, I gotcha. But he's not like up out and about. No, no, no. Or whatever. As a matter of okay, fact, yeah. cool. Uh, I say, "Ooh, hang on, it's Dog Leash. I gotta wait like five minutes." So let's start making those cookies and I'll text him back in a second. All right. Yeah. Sounds great. And Uh, then I wait five minutes and then text him back and say, yeah, I think I might be stopping by later. I've got something for you. Winky face. Three dots goes away. Three dots goes away. (laughs) And then he says, well, I don't know if this affects anything or not, but doc just came by and cleared me for action. Then it's like three hamburger emojis and then two beer emojis. What's your favorite kind of beer? I'll bring that too. Cold. Tight. I love that we have to have someone. And like, I love that dog leash is the most sought of over romantic option. Yeah. <laughs> someone who specifically looks bad. <laughs> Is the number one romantic option. The only person who has two different PCs going after. Ah, but who's going to seal the deal? (laughs) (laughs) Suck it, Cammy. (laughs) Okay, yeah, we should make these cookies. Yeah. And And, I mean, we can keep talking while we make the cookies. It's not like a big deal or whatever. I can do two things at once. Yeah. I've been talking a lot. So like, what's been going on with you? (laughs) Ha ha. Okay. Well... I'll give you the short version. So um, nothing as exciting as yours, first of all. So I, after I moved back to Memphis, I went away to school and then I got accepted into the Nashville Ballet. 
That's and congratulations. That's amazing. Yeah, I was I was the prima ballerina. I got a girlfriend and everything. Um, and then I had a little bit of a a sports injury, and then I couldn't dance anymore for a while. What kind of sports injury? What happened? Oh, it was something to do with yeah. It's weird. It's like basically it was a like a repetitive stress injury that just went catastrophically failed all at once. So I mean, it's I'm still dealing with it. But I mean, yeah, so my girlfriend broke up with me. And I got kicked out of the the company, which was great. I loved that. I think at this point, Bianca goes over to you, like she like, you know, brushes her hands off on her apron, because like, you know, they, they've already started cooking. And so like, mm-hmm. there's like, egg or something on, on, on her hand. So she brushes off and she like gives you a hug. Oh, thanks. Like a side hug so that she's mm-hmm. not getting the apron mess on you. Well, and also because I think I think she really is just like titty height. Oh yeah. 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 She absolutely <laughs> is. Like almost exactly. So yeah. Side yeah. Hug. I forgot Bianca's definitely a small and Jet is definitely a big. <laughs> yes. So she's like, Yeah, I mean, it's a thing. I I haven't started doing physical therapy yet again, but I'm I'm trying to get back into shape. I might go back to it, but I, I don't know yet. It's Right now, running is making me good money, and I don't mind doing it. So that's just kind of where I'm at. Um, you haven't actually met Shift in person, and frankly, I don't think you want to. Good to know. I love her very, very dearly. But you two are like on the opposite ends of a spectrum that I can't even comprehend. Like That's fair. That checks. The, just the rudest bitch alive, and I love her. But I don't think you guys would go well together i mean i can handle people being rude to me this is a special level of rude is she like racist rude no 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 no. i mean she's first of all she's an elf but like oh no like we were um we were interviewing with a johnson one time he offered her a drink uh no actually he didn't offer her a drink she took his drink drank part of it and then spit it back up into the cup so class act yeah, I think great. Bianca just laughs like she's she's thoroughly amused. Oh no, it was great. I loved it, but also the nerve. She lectured me about being rude before we walked in, <laughs> and then she did that. I don't know. We we work well together, and we make good roommates. So <sighs> I don't know. I I feel like your mom mentioned that I should you know send your grandma like a card or something. Which like yeah, I want to do that. But I also feel weird about doing that while I'm not, you know, fit. Like, oh, you know, she wouldn't care. Like, you're doing everything you you can. It's not your fault you had an injury. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know. I think Bianca has a weird thing where, like, she... So, like, during dance class, she mm-hmm. always called her grandma Madam Peabody. Right. Because that's what everybody called her. Mm -hmm. And so like, I think she like kind of goes back and forth, like, and she'll call her Madam Peabody and Babushka, like, not interchangeably. It's kind of the same way like that we do with like, Er when we say Eris and when we say Bianca. Mm -hmm. And like, it's kind of the same sort of thought behind it. Like, she'll be like, Madam Peabody was always supportive. Yeah. She just wanted you to be your best. Well, I'm not. That's the thing. I'm not. Yeah, but it's not your fault you're not. Eh. Yeah, I guess you're right. 
like it still feels weird. But actually, I think there's uh, there's I someone to Babushka mm-hmm. all the time. I can like you know, mom said that I should call her. Are you okay with that? Yeah, sure. I can call her and tell her you're in town. Yeah, and yeah, maybe sure, she'll not? reach out to you. It'll, yeah, might make it a little easier. Maybe. I don't know. There's there's another um there's a studio in town that's run by someone I know. So I think I might I might start going again and just try to I don't know, see if I can get back in shape. Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, you deserve to be prima. You deserve to have like you are such a good dancer. Oh. Aside from Madam Peabody, you're probably the best dancer I'd ever seen. Oh. I'm not just saying that to compliment you, you know, that I wouldn't like I'm being genuine. Yeah, I know you're being genuine. And she kind of like messes with your hair a little. She's like, uh, she at first she doesn't care. And then she realizes that like, you know, her mom and she's like, oh, no, my hand is covered in flour. No, fuck, she's (laughs) going to come in here and she's going to say something. She Listen, like tries and fixes it. All you gotta say is that your poor friend shit the bed again. Don't worry. No, we're already have, there. She doesn't have a problem with you. She has a problem with me. Oh, I don't know. She was kind of weird to me earlier, but like, I think that's just because I didn't tell her. Uh, I got three successes to fix my hair. <laughs> Excellent. Hmm. I don't know. It seems like we've both got a lot going on right now. But I think now that I'm up here, and I think I'm gonna be up here for a while. Uh, I think I want to. I want to keep hanging out with you, you know? Yeah. I'm I'm so glad you're back. Like, especially right now, there's just so much, so much that's going on. And it like, you know, I have Joe and I I still don't really know how things are with Ari. Like So no no offense, no offense to you, but why are you still friends with Ari? I mean, I know that we had beef. Back in the day, a lot of beef, but like, is she nicer now or like what? Bianca is just kind of quiet for a second and like, she's just like, you know, replaying. It's not their last conversation. Actually, the last two conversations she's had with Ari in her mind. And like, you know, one of them was uh, where she called her damaged goods. And then the other one was after that where, you know, like she's not really sure how to process that info yeah she hasn't really processed that one yet Mm -hmm. and she like um she's like Ari's complicated she always has been it's just there's so much history like she's been my best friend since we were born basically Mm -hmm. we did everything together until i moved ah almost everything Uh only one of you got kicked out you know i mean you you can be friends with who you want to be ari was genuinely terrible to me but it sounds like liliana has done some really shitty stuff to you guys so like once again i have no room to talk yeah it's just you know it's complicated Mm because people can be one way really they're another sometimes they're both depending on the person they're talking to because mm-hmm. I don't I think I really think that Ari was just like that like you know we were kids and stupid and mm-hmm. I just chalk it up to that yeah yeah I guess I haven't gotten to say anything to her since basically since I left but like I mean at least she she carried your sister to safety that's pretty good yeah and she got really hurt doing it too like 
Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Everybody keeps on saying that I shouldn't trust Ari, but then I genuinely believe that she still cares about me, that Mm -hmm. we still, that she feels our friendship is as important as I feel it is. Mm -hmm. And like, it really hurt her when I moved to Italy. Like she's, she was really upset about that. She still is upset about that. And like, you don't get that upset about something if you don't actually care about the person. No, that's true. And I, I suppose that like, yeah, no, that makes sense. That does make sense. Listen, it's your life. Like you can do whatever the fuck you want. You know what, what you said makes sense. I'll accept that. I will accept your explanation. <laughs> Plus I, I don't know that we'll be hanging out anytime soon. So it's not like you have to worry about running into her. <laughs> oh, listen, I would love to run into her. Because, you know, one thing I've gotten really good at, looming, very tall. That is true. And she, like, kind of, like, looks up. <laughs> it makes me more imposing, I think. Yeah. So, who knows? This time I have the advantage. As you're standing there, like, uh, like doing your, like, looming vulture over, uh, over B. Uh, and Bianca's, like, laughing about the, it. Like, right. she's, like, letting, she's, like, kind of making herself small because it's funny. Right, yeah. To do that. And then, like, laughing about it. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you hear a, <clears throat> oh, hi, hi, mom. And like Bianca tries to like slyly like slip back into her, her house heels and like. <laughs> Did you dust the cookie sheet with your hair, dear? Oh, huh. and she kind of ruffles her hair and she's like, oh, no, just, you know, some of the accidents and cooking. I, I forgot my hands had flour on them. Sorry, Mrs. Laqueed. It's fine. Do you think they've been cooking long enough or you want to check on them? Because I could smell them from the other room. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. She's just visibly like she it's almost as like you smeared dog shit on the floor. That's the look she's giving you. And then she says, um, I'm certain that we could probably just get Raul to make some cookies if you really want some uh, something that's edible. It was a. It was a bonding thing, Mom. Oh, I see the the empty bottle of wine. I understand that. Um, oh, it was one of my friends got hurt in the explosion. So I, I also wanted to take some cookies to him. Sorry, I made a face and this is an audio medium. I think Ayers does that. Like her eyes kind of like get a little wide and like. Oh, at the mention of the oh. explosion? And she's like, oh, no, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Ooh. she was in full like poke, poke, poke mode, and then she stops, and then she says, "Oh, yeah, that," and then she looks directly at B, and she says, "I expect you to clean up your mess," and then she turns and she walks out. Thank you for listening to this bonus episode of Resting Glitchface, an openly gamer theater production. Opening theme music by Synthesk. Closing theme music by Superboink. Shadowrun is property of Catalyst Game Labs. Openly Gamer Theater is property of Side Tangent Productions.